Hello everyone, just a quick mention, unfortunately we're using a new soundboard uh, and we tested it and tested it and retested it, but of course when we went live or started recording, uh, I didn't realize my I was so close to the mic and that it was pinging so high. As you can tell, it's 100% fine now, uh, but for this episode, it, my voice is really crackly, I, you know, I apologize, we'll do better on the next episode, but... Hopefully you guys enjoy this next episode, and <laughs> have a good one, guys. Great! Another power drain! That's the third one this week! Yeah, it seems like this garage could use a gonk droid. You mean the GNK droid created by Industrial Automaton? Mobile batteries for maximum use? Exactly. The perfect portable power source for almost any use. Recharge your blaster, speeder, starship shields, or even your garage. I heard that you could even charge your shields when you need to get through those pesky asteroid fields. Order your gonk droid and never be power starved ever again. Now that we have a gonk droid, no more power drains and I can finish the job on time. Warning, industrial automation is not responsible for modifications made to your gonk droids for military use. Do not set the battery to overcharge and march it into physical objects as it can cause them to explode. Gonk droids are not responsible for their actions and our incidents resulting in death are due to charges to their programming by their owner. Industrial automaton is not associated with or responsible for the cult of the power droids. No, I want the gun moved to the back. Just put it in the back and install the extra shield generator. We need all the defenses we can get. Hey, uh, I need you for a minute. I'm a little tied up at the moment. I need you to meet an analyst. A what? An analyst. What the heck? I do not need an analyst. I'm fine. I'm not depressed. I'm not angry. I'm happy. I don't have any anger issues. Um... He's going to assess our setup and let us know where we stand against other businesses. Oh, that kind of analyst. We haven't even finished installing the modifications to our C-Rock yet. It's good that we get out ahead of our competition with the best setup. Tyler will show us these mod if these modifications and our business plan is even optimal. So, I'm installing... All of these things for nothing, or or am I incompetent? No, 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 no. It, it, it's just to get another professional opinion. So we're not professionals? Oh my god, what is happening? I think I can assist into a smoother knowledge transfer. McClunky, this is Tyler Tippett, the analyst I was just telling you about. Okay, Mr. Big Shot. Please, tell us little people what we must do to become oh so great, much like yourself. That's not what we do here, Mr. McClunky. We first need to gather information on your plans, procedures, statements, etc. We accompany you on jobs, adjust your tactics, and come to an obtainable goal. We learn from you more than you learn from us, but this is all for a larger picture. Uh, that's not how it originally came out. My partner described it as a hostile takeover and that I was incompetent at making modifications to our own ship. I, I never! I, I didn't mean to. It, it's simple misunderstanding. I, um... Not a lot. Don't worry about it. People assume we know-it-alls want to dictate how to run your business. We strictly analyze your data, offer suggestions on how to maximize your effectiveness. We even offer updates if new data presents itself and further adjustments. That sounds reasonable. I mean, I was just about to install a Colocoiter 49-V99 in the rear of the ship. We feel most attacks are in that in the back of our ship. Because most people are shooting us in the back of our ship. That's why I'm putting it in 
the back of our ship. Assessment seems accurate. We see Sea Rocks being attacked in the rear 65% of the time, since attacking ships tend to avoid their main cannons. Exactly what I was thinking. I might like this whole data assessment thing. I did notice your captain's chair is set one meter away from the cup holders. The optimal drinking distance should be three quarters of a meter. Don't push it, Mr. Tippett. Hello, everyone. I'm Patrick Patrick. And I'm Padre. Welcome to Recon Paint Gaming. Uh, today we have an utmost, uh, the highest pristines, the the top of the top, the top cut as it is. Uh, one, Mister Tyler Tippett. How are you doing, guys? <laughs> We're doing great. Dude. We're not doing as good as like I say, going to Florida in thirty hours to drink heavily and have fun, but we're doing okay. <laughs> That's why we're drinking now, though. See. That is true. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I when I'm having to pace myself. No, no <laughs> drinking until I get to Florida. <laughs> now, now, just so like technically, you fly over the border. Oh no, I'm driving. Oh shit! Don't drink and drive. Not in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that's bad. That's bad. I got pulled over in Florida for drinking and driving. What? what? I was in my electronic cart. You know, my little ECV. Oh. You know, <laughs> no, you were not. Oh god, yeah. And I was, I, I ran out of sidewalk and I had, I had a, uh, I had an Amaretto sour in the cup holder of the ECV. And I was actually on a very small <laughs> little road on Disney property and the Disney police pulled me over and they were like, sir, you're not allowed to, to have your ECV on a, on a road. You have to stay on the path. And I was like, well, I ran out of path. Okay. And then they looked at my cup holder and they saw that, you know, I was obviously slightly impaired. And they were like, we suggest you just get back on the path and go back to your hotel. Holy j- I just found out, like, they have their own, like, military, basically, and laws. Yes. I didn't know yes. it was a sovereign nation. Not uh, anymore. Did you, know that, did you know that no one has ever died on Disney property? <laughs> I don't no, believe it. They, they, no, they, no they, they, they cart your body off, and they won't pronounce you dead until you're off property. Okay, yep. now that makes more sense. Oh, my God, that's deviant. That's disgusting. And my kids want to go Disney. <laughs> my kids want to go to Disney so badly. Now, I'm, now I'm hesitant. No, no, no. They'll be fine. Don't See, it's the safest it. place on earth. Nobody ever dies. What could go wrong? <laughs> it's the happiest place on earth. God bless America. No, <laughs> it's not America though. Apparently, well, neither is Florida. But I mean, that, that's well, no, another thing. They changed thing. the rules on them uh, just la- last what? week. They're not yeah. considered autonomous any longer. Take that, liberals. So like Any- $200, $200 million in taxes a year or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Not to Disney. Yeah, that was smart. <laughs> yeah, what are we here for? I got to ask the big question, Tyler. How was Adepticon? Oh, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was good to see everybody. Um, it had been, what, like six months since uh, LSO, where we... Uh, had a decent number of people, and then um, a couple of months since uh, Vegas. So it was fun to, to get to see everybody, and also to kind of be back in like my neck of the woods, right? So Adepticon's always been, it's, it's a two-hour drive for me to get there. 
And I've been going to Adepticon since before it was an X-Wing related event, right? So it was nice to, you know, just be back in that space and uh, kind of have a little bit of normalcy back in life. Yeah, what's yeah, that I like? Yeah, I was at Adepticon last, the last Adepticon before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, I like Adepticon. I think for me, though, it's, it's going to kind of be like an every other year kind of convention to go to. I mean, it's, I, I, I love Gen Con. Um, and I, I, there's just so much to see there and you can, and, and all that. Um, Adepticon is so much smaller than that. Uh, but yeah, still it's, packed. it's a different thing. You know, yeah. it's it's still packed, and, and I like the fact that it's more uh, miniature-based than, you know, everything else. Yeah, well, it's it's only miniature-based, right? Like, I think that's the big uh, surprise for a lot of people that come in, especially from, like, X-Wing players, right, that, that tend to be, um, they're not your hardcore miniatures miniatures gamers as much right, right. like are we have a, we have a much broader pool of players and then they come to adepticon and they're like wait where's the where's the giant vendor hall where's all the exhibit <laughs> booths where's my you know where's my card games and stuff i was like no no we don't do that here like yeah we uh we put mini kegs into dioramas for us to put our 40k armies on like that's what we do here that's yeah. awesome yeah no Which magic is... no magic the gathering those poor those no, poor no. fools how do they make any money who knows yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They got enough of mine. Uh, <laughs> That's because your son plays. No. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. I don't, I don't support that habit no more. No, 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 no more paper crack for me. Um, which is just you know crazy. But um, here's your next question: What did you fly? Uh, so I was running uh, six uh, interceptors. So it's um six. Yep, six. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All the guns. Uh, so it was led by Commandant Goran, who is the the hyper defensive interceptor that breaks target locks and gives evade tokens to friendlies. I had no and idea then, that um, he changed. The, I don't. I I had no idea that oh, they added yeah, no. the card. And everyone's, yep. Oh yeah, he breaks breaks target locks. I'm like, what? No, he doesn't. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. he does. Nash. What's Nash's title? I should know this offhand. Oh, I don't know his title. I only know his ability because I use it constantly. I, it's, it's a great ability. Uh, oh, so it's just Nash Windrider. Okay, I guess he's just he's just a dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's he's uh, old school Fel's Wrath, right? So once per turn, uh, if you kill one of my guys, they still get to shoot and they engage at that initiative. I think that's the part that a lot of people miss is uh, you can do some cheeky stuff where if there's like an I-6 that, that comes in and shoots one of them, you can actually get an initiative kill over somebody else Yeah, because you engage an I-6. So he's Fell's Wrath, like, reborn into like something yep. that's not supposed Useful. to, like, he's like, oh, no, it's not just me that can die and stay here. Everything can die and I can keep them alive for one more turn. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's very specifically only one one ship per turn. We'll get to that later. Nerds. <laughs> oh, darn, just one per uh, turn. Yeah. Because yeah. that seems fair. Uh, and then there's four alpha squads. So Nash and Goran had shield upgrades. Uh, Goran gets Predator, and then all four of the uh, um, the Alphas have Predator as well. Um, there was a big go between uh, whether it was Disciplined or Predator, and we did a, an actual large amount of practice for this tournament. How much practice before the tournament? Ooh, very good question. So Wait, the first the statement there Patrick? is, yeah, it's like I don't I don't normally practice like for major events. Like it's just 
I, I play a lot anyway, right? So I, you don't have to like sit there and kind of like grind games. But everything was new in 2.5, right? Like this is a totally different way to fly. There's there's new ways to win the games, all that kind of stuff. So it was, hey, like we just need to figure out the game. So it was roughly three games a night for like a month straight kind of a deal like since 2.5 dropped two through now i wasn't necessarily playing all of the all of those games right so it was yeah no we would we would sit uh, in like a discord channel with you know, on tts or whatnot and two people would play two people would play two people would play that kind of stuff and that was also useful for i w- i settled pretty early on the interceptors i liked what they did i liked the way they could dictate the game that was kind of our like litmus test to is a is a list that someone else comes up with good right like can it hang with the interceptors or not benchmark i guess right yeah and so there was a lot of me getting to run into other stuff and go oh okay this is hard oh this is i actually roll this oh i have to play this differently kind of a thing right so it was it was a solid 40-ish games over like four weeks or whatever it was so i was gonna say like when you do this it's not you play every game all the way through either. Sometimes you like stop at turn three, you're like, nope, nope, that, that didn't work well. We got to reset this or. Yeah. So a little bit of both. We actually played the bulk of our games through because. So if this was like 2.0 or 1.0, where we have, you know, a thousand games of experience that goes like, okay, I'm in this position. Here's how I can run for 20 minutes or here, here's how I can engage. Right. Like we were asking real questions like, Hey, the objectives on uh, scramble are currently 17 to 15. Like, how many more turns of play does it take before I just went on objectives, right? Like, that's a, that's an actual number we try to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have a feeling that I went in one turn, but maybe it's three turns. Like, maybe I, you know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff. Um, so we played a lot more of those games out than would have normally happened. As I say, and turns out, um, there's a lot of, we'll call it misinformation uh, <laughs> on the internet right now. That Never. Are things, no. Things like, yeah, right? Stop it. Uh, <laughs> That are like, oh, well, games are just over in two turns, like, and someone should just concede. And a lot of those games are not nearly as lost as people think they are. Now, don't get me wrong. There are absolutely games where you look at the score and you're like, oh, it's two to 15. I just lose, right? Like, I okay, this one's over. I made a mistake. Here's what we have to do, right? Uh, but there was a number of games, especially with um, when I was practicing with Travis, and he was, we kind of stumbled into that um, Chewy list that he flew. There was a lot of games he would be down like you know 10 15 and then come back and win because he you kind of hit that critical mass if he'd finally killed enough stuff yep. that he could control the objective side as well so oh, yeah. i think a lot of people weren't giving that enough thought well, no, yes. so, or just haven't just haven't seen the games to see it right well that's so, happened with me and my friend joseph i would be i was down the whole game by like two or three points and then finally out of the one of five you know resistance a wings he had in the table i gacked one Boom. I got four points for that. Another three points for objectives. All of a sudden I'm ahead by five points and it's, you know, we're down to the wire. It's like maybe one turn left and I, I needed that little push. Then he kills one of my ships. But at that point it didn't matter. So like uh, total agreement. It's not over till it's over. It's like when I was playing you that last time with the four, with the four B wings and the Z. <laughs> no, I thought for sure I was about to get my butt handed to me on a silver platter by one, you know, Patrick Patrick. And the next thing I know, I had control of all five objectives and I was killing stuff. And I was just like, holy crap, I think I just won. And Patrick, of course, you know, was like, yeah, you did. You know, he was really excited about that for me because, you know, I yeah, never win. B-Wings um, have lots of health. Who knew? They do. You know, but I, I do have a, 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 
kind of a statement question, and, and mm -hmm. this is going to go out to everybody who's listening. You know, you all are wondering, you know, what does it take to be really good at competitive X-Wing? And, you know, you just heard from Tyler, it, you know, it takes 40 games before you play in your tournament to, to learn your list and to, to, to learn what it does against other lists. But here's the other thing. Tyler, you've got a full-time job, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Do you have uh, a significant other that you're hanging out with as well? I do, yeah. Okay. So how in the hell do you have time to work a full-time job, have a significant other, and get 40 freaking games of X-Wing in in a month? He doesn't have kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they're literally oh, right there. Yeah, it. like, I don't have children. Yep. Uh, I was going to say, because I, I was also playing on two volleyball teams, and... I feel like a lot of stuff happened in that month too, like just other life crap for like weekends and whatnot. So, do, do you um, sleep? no, not nearly okay. as much as I should. Okay. Uh, but so like the real side of it though is right. So it would be I would get done with work. I I get off work at three thirty ish most days. Um, okay. uh, so it would, and then I could get it. I could generally either play a game or get a game in with somebody around that four o'clock time frame, right? Mm -hmm. And so. I would play one game and then I would start cooking dinner or doing that kind of stuff. But I would have the next game like on the monitor, like uh, for people at home, you can't see the, the webcam, but like my yep. kitchen is right there. Right. So like my office is next to my kitchen. So it's very easy for me to just turn one of my, my monitors so I can see the board or whatnot. And then I'll just stay on a wireless headphone headset. And um, so that way I'm getting the information, right. So I can like still see how the games are playing out. Uh, which is also useful, too, because the other big side of it, too, was it's not just two people playing a game, right? It's more of like a group effort of um, dedicated practice. So when someone makes a mistake, like we just fix the mistake, right? Because it's, like, it's not useful to learn that like, oh, hey, if Patrick just flies a ship off the board, then I can win, right? Like that's, that's a wasted time for everybody. But then there's also... I, I'll watch two people play like, you know, X and Y and X will make a move and I can go, Hey, why did you make that move? Right. It's not a, your move is bad. I just, I wouldn't have made that move and I don't understand why you did it. And then they can explain their reasoning. And then, you know, we have three or four people go like, Oh, we agree with that. Or we don't agree with that. Right. Like, okay, cool. How do we go from here? Right. And so just that that's very useful for seeing how other people would play a list. Right. Cause like you can sit down against two people that are flying the same stuff and they play it very differently. And so kind of learning that and learning how they're going to move and that kind of stuff. Um, so like I said, I didn't personally play the 40 games, but there was easily 40 games that I was, you know, Day adjacent to a part of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Awesome. So, so you put in the hours. You, yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And, you know, you put in the effort and you, you, you definitely, <laughs> dude, you put in the time. Um, you know, after all the 40 games and then, of course, the, the, the grind of the tournament and the different opponents that you faced and, 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 and everything that happened, what did you or we, as, as a collective, learn from Adepticon? Ooh, hold on, hold on. I want to put a pin in that real quick because... Okay. Well, well, so our podcast, as our listeners know, is you is super <laughs> casual. We talk about Hotak. We talk about you know things changes to the game. We don't usually talk about meta. So people are like, oh great, recon paint gaming, another thing that just talks about list building and and meta. And it's like no no no. I what we're talking about is the whole game 
of X-Wing. We just launched 2.5. This is the first tournament we've had besides 2.9 besides besides the one down in North Carolina or South Carolina with 30, 36 people. Right. And then it's okay. We've had a tournament with 196 people. That's a good amount of people. You guys, I think, or no, the crates talked about it. That's like 516 games or something like that total of everyone playing together. And it's, that's a good solid amount of data. However, the only reason we're talking about this is because A, everyone thinks the meta is solved. B, they already know how to fix it. C, uh, you know, they, they, already, they already know what to do. And so right. this episode is basically about yeah, exactly what did we learn from Adepticon? Why are people so fixated on trying to solve the meta so quickly? And then A, why do they even think that the meta is solved? And then all of a sudden launching into what we need to do to fix the game. And it's like, no, we need more data. And now I think there's a rumor that even uh, Atomic Mass Games is already going to be doing a points change as soon as the Z95s come out. I haven't confirmed that yet, but that's what, you know, the whole thing is. I, so I heard that too. I don't know. Yeah. I heard that as well. And then they were like, oh, they'll mention it during one of their streams. I watched their three different streams this week. Nothing was mentioned about Z95s. Nope. Now there's the mini stravaganza that they're doing in June, which they'll probably mention it then. But, I mean, are, how is this game going to progress if we keep thinking that we know what to do to fix it as a community, which I think, again, is a horrible idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. because, I mean, this is a game that seems to be just broken all the time, and we need to repair it. <laughs> and it's, well, it's, it's, it's like a 73 Dodge. <laughs> so, so that's like a... So the, the game is broken is a good... Is a good um, like talking point, mm. because a game like X-Wing is asymmetric. Right, we have seven factions that all have different ships that have different abilities that have different stats, right? And we're trying to we're trying to assign point values to them so that we can have a competitive game. We're never going to have perfect balance. That's like a not possible. It's not chess, which even chess isn't balanced. And B, look, that's we don't want that. Like they they are, they will intentionally try to set an imperfect balance, right? That's like the current issue with, oh, generics are bad and no one can use generics anymore. They've literally come out and said, hey, we want you to have the name guys with cool abilities and to be able to take stuff. All right, great. They're imperfectly balancing generics to be bad so that you don't play them, right? Yeah, like, so right, that's, a, that's okay. People already want generics there to be more two-point ships. They're like, oh, no, no, AMG is going to make more two-point ships now. And it's like, what? no. <laughs> what? I mean, maybe, maybe not. Exactly. Uh, As Travis Johnson and Johnson said, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good maybe. Like, I, I think there are ships that should, like, so, for example, I, TIE Fighters are absolute garbage. Uh so almost all of the names TIE Fighters, I think, well, okay, fly a TIE Fighter and tell me it doesn't feel like you're playing a game from 10 years ago. I was, right? well, if we're talking Going about lists, what? Loops, no, no, yeah. <laughs> I flew four TIE Fighters with Nash and a Decimator, and it's fun as hell. <laughs> uh, well, no, no, so the list might be fun, but the individual, like, anytime you sit down and, like, what am I going to do with this TIE Fighter this turn, it feels terrible. Oh, it's awful. Right? Like, oh, I want to try to turn around. Well, you have a 4K turn. Well, but what if, like, all these other ships have these cool, like, sloops or talon rolls or, like, no, no, you have a 4K turn. Oh, I, okay, I'm going to do, I need to barrel roll. Can I link it to anything? We don't believe in linked actions here. We don't do that. <laughs> A large number of the named TIE Fighters could easily be two points and be fine. Like, I don't even know if they'd be good. They'd be fine, though. Yeah. But, like, yeah, so I, 
I, well, I was going to say, I don't think, like, yeah, they would be fine, but then they don't want eight of the same ship on the table because then all of a sudden when somebody loses to let's say eight tie fighters it feels bad because well how can i defeat eight tie fighters with all these abilities because now they just seize objectives and i can't win and it's like okay well i guess if that was done in testing and that's what they came to the conclusion of well we can't have eight ships on the table of all these ridiculous abilities yeah go ahead spam these other two point pieces of junk with nothing on them i mean but i don't know if anyone's tested that personally yeah yeah sure uh i also like when it's eight TIE fighters versus we're getting five and six ship lists that all have a lot of goodies and whatnot. Cause like you can, you can just nuke the loadouts on them. Right. Like, I mean like Mahler mythol, like with two loadouts. So he gets predator. Is that going to be like tearing up the, t the table? Is anybody going to be really mad that like to see that across from them? Right. Like it's probably fine. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, on like the imperfect balance side of it, right? Like they clearly came out, they set a precedent with what they wanted to do. Like, was it perfect? No. Like there's clearly some misses. Okay, it happens, right? Like, uh, I think we can all agree Jedi might be a little powerful. Yes, absolutely. Um, Rebels. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> uh, I pretty strongly disagree on the Rebel side. Rebels are very, like, A-tier only. Like, like Republic it's... is the only S-tier. There, yeah, there we go. That brings up another good point, because we did a video back in, I think, when either we were into... Yeah, we were into second edition, but we were talking about first edition for Defenders. There was the whole defenders are broken, defenders are OP, and we ran the numbers and we found out they're not. It just, yeah. when 30% of your tournament is triple defenders, then yeah, yep. it's going to feel bad because that's all you're running into, A, and B, if you're not prepared for that, yeah, they're going to be a bad time. And then, of course, because 30% took it, X makes the cut because that's how that works. It's numbers. And then they immediately get eliminated from the cut because they're not a good list. They're just there in bulk. Uh well, and the other side of it was like defenders, which are very analogous to rebels now in 2.5. Uh, they have a high floor, right? Like yep. rebels bring a lot of beef. They can throw bombs. Sabine crew was really dumb. Like synergy range three. Yeah. Like the Ursa Ren and all the ways they can get double modded shots and whatnot, like are good, but like they also just die. Right. So like you can just go kill them. And I think, as we get more games under the total community's belts, you're going to see the Rebels are really good go to, eh, Rebels are okay. Like, there's a couple things I would want to tweak, but, like, for the most part, eh, they're fine. Yeah. Um, so, and that's, that's one of those things we saw when we were testing a bunch, is because we went through the iteration of, like, oh, man, Trajectory Simulator B-Wings are the most broken thing ever, to, like, hey, guys, if you just shoot the B-Wing, it dies. <laughs> like, Wait, can you do that? Will they let you? I was like, yeah, you just kind of, like, they don't really have a choice. You just go up and kill them. Like... One defense die, that's got to be good. Um, yeah, right. So we've I have the numbers here. I know other people have crunched the numbers, but we had 196 people go to this tournament. Uh, it looks like, if I'm watching this correctly, 30% were Republic, 30% were Rebel. And the Midwest has like a huge Rebel player base. Not yeah. even like a bias or anything like that. There's just a lot of people in the in, you know, Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin that like playing rebels. It's exactly. Okay, cool. Like and go play rebels, right? How many? Yes. How many people from not America came to this tournament? Um, we had, what was it two? Right. So Dale and Cromac were there, and um, I know there were some people from South America as well. So like we had a handful. 
A handful. Okay. And then we had how many people? I think it was nine people nine took separatists. Yeah. Yeah. 12 resistance, 16 scum, which is uh, not a lot. So I, so I think scum is in a fine place as well. I, I just don't think pe- scum, it's not the scum ships people want to play, so they don't pay attention to it. Yep. And yep. the initial uh, opinion of things like three ship lists where it's like, oh, they just can't play the game. And that's, a, that's another one of these, that opinion will change as people get to play more games. When we were given objectives, so we were given new, like, here's how, the, here's the new way we play the game, right? Like, you have these objectives, and people went, like, and you saw it with, oh, hey, I I never lose with this list. Oh, like, holy crap, there's a list that never loses. What's the list? It's a bunch of tie, tie advanced. <laughs> Hold on, what? Right? It's like, well, they never die, and they go take objectives. And I was like, yeah, but what if I just come kill you? I'm like, well, but then I'll take all the objectives. I was like, yeah, but you'll be dead in two turns. So, like, who cares, right? Yep, you got, like, seven or eight points, and then I killed half your ships, and then I, I went on objectives, too, right? Like. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But so th- it raises the next question of uh, because I mean, what did we learn from Adepticon? I personally was not able to go. Robert did, but from what I mm-hmm. saw from my chair is we had a good amount of players play a certain set of lists, and there there was a good amount of variance between certain lists. Other factions didn't show up basically. And a lot of opinions I've got was there's nothing from scum, which is what I've heard you say. But then you ask those scum players, well, what are you taking? And they're like, oh, well, I'm trying to take the list that I took from second edition. It's like, well, you can't do that anymore. (laughs) You have to make something else. It's like, but Bosk, it's like, you don't always have to take Bosk. There are other ships Uh, out there. Turns out Bosk is also really good in objectives. He is, but like, that's what I was saying is like, I I think scum is actually pretty okay. Um, Like they have the best four ship, four point ship in the game. Like Manoru is just comically dumb. Uh, Thank you. Oh, thank you. Like, no, she can have a blank pilot ability. You don't even, you never need to use Mandarin's pilot ability, and it's good. It's just a four point, three attack dice ship that has nine hit points behind two agility. Like, it's it's pretty okay. Medium base ships? Um, Who knew for seizing objectives? (laughs) Large base, even. Oh, sorry, Um, it is large base. Jesus. Yeah. Yep. So, it's like I said, it's just a shift of what you're using right there's a lot more like you see gamut key all the time now in the hawk right like they're like oh but it's a hawk without moldy crow i was like yeah it turns out it doesn't need to shoot he's still just good right like he gives actions to the people that need to have actions at the time so yeah no i think scum is okay i like i, I don't i'm not i'm only concerned with uh separatists that's the only faction that i look at and go like man you have some really great individual pieces uh grievous is amazing Sunfac is super cheap and then there's kind of nothing left <laughs> You're like, ah, what else is here? I know. But like I I think I think scum will be fine. I think there's enough stuff in scum. And it turns out that like you can just take things like Bosk, Boba Fett plus one and just go fight people. They'll be like, ah, but you're gonna lose on objectives. It's like not if they kill you fast enough. Exactly. Boba Fett can get in there real quick. Um and also I, I haven't seen Morallo either, and I think that's an amazing ship that people should at least give taking a shot with. Yeah. I've never seen it in second edition besides myself. And now that the, you have a ship that can teleport to different parts of the board yeah. and get behind you, I'm not saying it's going to be a list top tier, but right. I, that's the thing. I don't think people can get out of the mentality yet. And we're so new and uh, I won't say juvenile, but yeah, sure. Juvenile. Too. Ooh, I'm still bitter. <laughs> yeah, you're always bitter. Juvenile uh, to their list building. And so, I mean, 
that's what we kind of learned from Adepticon. So now it goes to the next question. Well, okay. So we also, we very much should temper everything we air quote learned from Adepticon, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, the, right, because it was like, so a, a good story from Adepticon was I sat down for round one, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's two, there's, so you're, you're at a big group of tables, right? And I've got my opponent across from me and then there's two game, there's a game on either side of me, right? So there's six people in like a little bubble that can like kind of talk, et cetera, right? And... Like I don't I don't remember if it was my opponent or it was one of the one of the guys next to me was kind of like oh what's what's this objective again like what's this mission specifically and then I was like oh it's this one like here's how you do the thing and they're like okay cool he's like hi ah, I think I played this one once and then another <laughs> guy was like yeah you know I don't have that many games here uh, games into it like anybody that's here that tells you they know what they're doing like they're lying to you and I was like no I I have a pretty good idea of what I'm doing like I don't know for sure. But, like, I have a pretty good idea. And they're like, well, how many games have you played? And that's why, like, I dropped the 40. And they were all like, wait, hold, hold on, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Uh, and that's, but, like, that's the one in, out of six, right? And it's probably, if we add it, you know, it's probably one in ten that had that level of practice and, and preparedness to it. Uh, which, so you see a lot of, I'm just going to gravitate towards ships that I know are good in 2.0. And I'm going to try to adapt to 2.5, right? Uh, so we haven't, like, gotten that under the hood look kind of a thing that even like post Adepticon, right? Like that's, that was a month and change ago at yes. this point. Right. So like we, we have, and that's just time that people have gotten to play games, go, you know, go to game night kits, right? Like local stores are opening back up and having weekly events and stuff like that, where you actually get to go put ships on the table and go like, Oh, Hey, like this, this, this seemed good. Or somebody brings this crazy thing and you're like, Hey, wait, you can do what now? Like, I think we have a lot more of that in the future. Adepticon is a good source of data. It is also still like there's a lot of fuzziness to it, right? You kind of <laughs> only want to like stand back a little ways and squint at it a little bit and be like, okay, I can get some broad strokes. But like for the the individual, like, oh, this is clearly the best way you build this faction. It's like, mm, that's probably not a good take. Um, also, when you only have one tournament, right? The oh, two. the way lists make it into yeah, sure. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's um, there's a whole bunch of jokes and I'm not going to go down any of them. Oh no, uh, no we, we hit the jokes here. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so, but like, when you look at the sh the players and the lists that made it to cut, even right, not even all the way to the end of the game, but like made it to cut, you there's more analysis that has to happen now to understand how we got there because it's no longer oh I went five and one at a tournament. It is I hit these lists in these objectives. Right? Like, that now matters a whole bunch, right? It's like, oh, did I hit Boba Fett? Oh, were we playing Chance Encounter? Man, that really sucks. Were we playing Scramble? That's way better. Like, let's go play Scramble, right? Like, that alone having more of an impact on who makes it through to cut and who doesn't. Uh, on top of, did you play a new player round one? Did you play someone that just made a mistake? Did you play someone that was like, oh, hey, I've totally, cr I broke, I've cracked the code. I've won a hundred games with my PVE list because <laughs> they've only played with their same four people over and over again. And then they hit somebody in round three that just comes over and fights them. And then they just lose. And they're like, wait, what happened? This has never happened before. You know, know what I mean? Like one guy on Reddit who said, every I, game at 2.5 I've played, I have won. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And so, I played uh, top tier there's... players too. Not just. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Oh. I, we, we, we saw that, I mean, there's been multiple people and posts of that in that manner. And it was very weird for me uh, and the people I was practicing with, because as soon as someone is like, hey, I'm 10-0 with this list, we're going, 
did we mess up a rule? Like what, you know, it's what's, what's gone wrong to be like yep. 10 and 0 with something like clear, clearly we're making a mistake here. There isn't something this good. Right? Oh yeah. So. When they came out with the rules originally and it says at the start of the activation phase, you can seize an objective. I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. I'm just going to perform an action during my activation, take the objective move. And then I get my action. And people are like, well, no, that's you get, an action and yeah. then you move and you don't get an action after I'm like no it's a it is an action that they're saying that you can do at any point right. in the activation it's not on my action bar and then they errated that because they realized they messed it up and we're all like oh okay that's a little bit different meanwhile jedi don't need it because they have the force um but yeah you know, so hey I, th this is another good question why are so people set on solving the meta because of the fact like like the 36 person tournament it's mm -hmm. nope triple aces they're the meta we've solved it it's over we know that they're totally op vader and two other ships it doesn't matter at this point now we've yep. had a larger tournament and it's oh you've changed the outcome by measuring it with more people and now it's yeah. well now we know that it's just the jedi that's it it's it's the galactic republic we know that's the meta go home everybody they'll have to adjust the points and it's like can we take a minute? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, so it's it's interesting too, right? So like, first off, props to Nathan. Uh, I don't know if you realize this, but like, oh, yeah. so Nathan is who I beat in 2019, mm -hmm. and I was his only loss in 2019, and he didn't lose in 2021. <laughs> so the the man has lost one game across two full Adepticon tournaments, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, oh, it's Jedi. It might just be Nathan. Like, that's okay too, guys. Right? Like, turns out he's really good. Oh, I got uh, in that debate. Yeah. I got into that debate because I said Lando. Oh, wait, no. No, no. no. I'm getting into this debate because I'll man, fly in the mighty, that bastard. I go, I like Lando because I take Lando with a bunch of stuff. I take uh, Nora with a bunch of stuff in the ARC-170. And I, then I take a U-Wing, just Cassian to support to take away stress, pass, uh, calculate yep. with K2SO. I enjoy the list. I think I'm sure. okay and good with it. I need a lot more practice with it. And immediately he responds with, Lando sucks. And I'm like... Okay, do you have a basis for that opinion? No. <laughs> Just because he's not good with it, it means Lando sucks. So then it's like, oh, yeah. you, you can't say just Lando sucks because you're not good with it. And I go, and he goes, no, no, I know tons of people that have flown it. I go, okay, how many times have you seen it flown in 2.5? And how many times have you flown it? Maybe six. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what's, what's scenarios? Like two. Okay, so you don't have a basis for your argument, and yeah. immediately it falls apart. And so it's, why are people, again, why are people so set on solving the meta? And, and now, we should point out, Lando still might suck. We he just might, don't yes. have the data. We don't have the data to prove that he sucks. Exactly. Yes. And it, that's, it, and, then and I... That whole... Well, go ahead, Robert, because I did bring up Nathan Eide, and I said, okay, okay, well, in that case, then Dash Cornhorn sucks. And he goes... Well, from what? I go from first edition because no one else could fly him except for Nathan and maybe some other dude. And there's data. Nathan never, never flew. Nathan never flew Dash, but yes, Corn. Oh, Corn. And I go, well, then Corn sucks, even though he was the top cut in almost every tournament. And I go, see, sometimes it's just the player. So if all of a sudden I go to three tournaments and I make cut with Lando, is right. it me or is it Lando? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> well, okay. So, so what wins tournaments? Is it the meta? Is it the list that wins the tournament, or is it the guy that's flying the list? Um. So, if you look at any given, like we do the any given Sunday side of the things, right? Um, right. Identifying a list that is going to do well against the field and have the ability for you to put it into its win condition, right? I think I said that correctly. Yes. Um. So against enough things. I've got to be able to 
identify my win condition and get to it, as well as not have like auto losses, right? Which you saw with uh, like some of the the Jedi players, right? Like their their loss was chance encounter, mm-hmm. right? So like um, it it was uh, it's it's it was really sad because we didn't get to see the uh, uh, Marcel versus John Babcock, mm-hmm. uh, which was the round before the finals. Sorry, the round before the top four. Yes. And it was a really, really good game, um, but it was also chance. Like, that game goes totally different if it's not chance. Like, Marcel gets the Rebel, gets the game the Rebels are favored in, in that matchup, but it's the one, he got the one and four, right? Or the one, right? Like, if he gets any of the other three objectives, it's a much tougher game. It's not that he can't win. It's just, man, this is a really tough game now. Versus, oh, these Jedi that are really good at just winning on objective can't just go win on objective, right? Like, so, like, it's uh, it's a little bit of luck. It's having a <laughs> list that you know, because the idea that there's, like, a best list, I don't know if there's ever been a best list since maybe, like, the Paratani era. Yeah. Where it was just, like, they were playing with more points. Um, yep. And uh, Nora, no, not Nora, um, Jesus, Miranda, freaking Nims. Don't I? Those days. Yeah. With your, your egos, so, like, your your Miranda, Lorik, uh, Ezra, or Biggs, or whatever, and your Miranda um, Nim lists, Nim. like your bomb list, that kind of stuff, right? Uh, those had hard counters. Like those, those lit, like cold hot dogs just ate alive any of the Miranda defense lists. And like Racklow just killed every single Miranda Nim list it saw, like almost autopilot wise. So like Paratani didn't have that hard counter, right? Like there was stuff that was a little bit better against it, but it just was really good and efficient against everything. So we don't that that doesn't really exist anymore, right? Like no. we have, God, have more we you. have more factions. We have um, you know, there's just more stuff out there. Uh, the cards have more text on them these days. Uh, that was our fault. Multiple cards, <laughs> multiple cards to have text on them. Yeah, that's our fault. Look at every I'm, minute. I'm looking at you, Zam. Like, uh, <laughs> fucking Zam. But, so like I still don't get that. Yeah. I still haven't gotten I, that card right. I know exactly how it works. I still don't get it right. Yep. But no, so it's like identifying a list that is that is good, like that is one of those A-tier, S-tier lists, playing it and understanding your win condition against the broad spectrum, and then uh, unironically getting the luck to hit your weaker matchups in the objectives that are favored for you, or just, you know, outplay your opponents, that kind of stuff. But like we see it with, I mean, like if you watch a couple of, uh, like everyone wants to complain about the uh, the finals, and it's like Nathan just understood the win con better, and he oh, had yeah. the uh, the objective matchup, and Marcel went for a five percent play. Like, yes. He was like, okay, hey, I'm not like I'm not favored to win this. This is a bad mission for for this matchup, so I'm gonna try to do this thing, and it fails, and he loses in three turns, right? Like, okay, like that's not that Marcel doesn't know what he's doing. It's he he went for the home run because that was his only win. Uh, it was his only out. Out. All right, cool. There's there's definitely the argument that that uh, Nathan won at turn zero, right? Like it's more important than it used to be. I don't, um, I don't like. See, that's the thing. You can have someone like Marcel go to the top table, but because he loses so quickly, it's there's something. There must be something wrong with the game. And it's like, but what about all the other matches he won to get to yeah. that point? He just yep. happened to folly on this part. He tripped here. Well, that was all luck, think, though, Patrick. That was uh, all luck. No, I won't say folly. No. He just he chose poorly. <laughs> sure, yeah. And uh, he'll admit that he goes, ah, I took the I took the high risk high reward. It's fine. I'm okay. Well, but it's it's also like, I mean, if you have like when he was talking about it too, it was like he identified that like, hey, I don't have a high chance of winning this game. 
So yeah. that's why I'm like, I'm half, I have to swing for that. If I get this block, then I can actually survive and I get a kill here. And then the game kind of turns, right? But like, hey, he didn't get the block. Well, man, now I'm really out. Like, looks like this sucks. Like, that's okay. And and also the thing that like blows my mind is like, that happened in 2.0 and 1.0 as well. Like these exact same styles of games. The only difference was there might have been two extra turns of us one straighting down the side of a board first before like the pounce happened in the you know what I mean? Like yep. this, these games were absolutely just a snow snowball before. It's just people don't want to admit that, which I don't understand why. But here we are. Well, so, I mean, I think I talked about this last episode uh, that we recorded, but it was when second edition came out, games were shorter because people were losing like Sunterfell on turn two because they they were like, he's invincible. It's like, well, no, you no longer have stealth device. You no longer have auto th- auto thrusters. You don't have the things that made him invincible. Nope. So, no, but it's range three through a rock. It's like five dice does not mean you dodge the attack, man. <laughs> and then they lose. And they're like, oh, well, this game's over. And so I still think we're in that very like early 100%. stages of 2.5. And so... I get like, why do people think that the meta is now solved is another great question. So the, I, well, (laughs) people don't understand what they mean, what they say when they say they've solved the meta or that the meta is solved 90% of the time. Uh, Because you can't. And that's not a show. Oh, no, no, you absolutely can. That's not true. You 100% can. No, no, because there's always going to be new meta. And you're going to solve that. Then there's new Uh, meta. And then you got to solve that. It is uh, an evolving game. Uh, I will so go that far. No, no. Uh, it is when th- so it is multiple cases of a closed state, yeah. right? So with this iteration of points and ships that are allowed in standard play with these objectives, there is a meta that can be solved for, right? We need enough time and enough games to figure it out, but like that's in theory we can optimize that out, right? Uh, and it doesn't matter if. Like it kind of, it's the same argument with when we go back to like Paratani. Uh, it doesn't matter if someone suddenly goes like, ah, but I'm going to bring this thing over here. It's like, well, yeah, but if that can't win against X, Y, and Z that are part of the meta, who cares? Right? Like, um, now with point changes, with erratas, with new, new ships coming out or whatnot, I agree. Everything pretty much is in constant flux. Uh, and the best we can do is try to find a local maximum of like an optimization, uh, does that make sense to you guys? Local maximum versus like... No, no. Uh, I mean, to explain it to people, it's... So if yeah. I went to a tournament, which I did, way up north, when I was in, I think, first edition, I took a list that was doing well on a global scale. But at this tournament, which was basically like taking a time machine where everyone was flying wave one through three, I did horrible because I was not ready to face things that were not normally on the table. So that's that's a local meta up there. It would do great up there. But then if I move to a, a larger pool or a different pool, my list will mm-hmm. do better there, basically. Sure. Yeah, so but like in, so in uh, like the optimization world, you can run into a problem where you're solving you're solving a math equation, right? Like so, it's you know, where I'm trying to maximize uh, profit, right? <laughs> so I can I can I can be going up and I can watch I can follow the profit curve up up into the right, but eventually, as I continue going to the right, I stop going up. I start going back down, and so I'm like, oh no, I need to back up. Like I was making more money back here, and what you don't know is that if you go further enough to the right and you go back down, you'll eventually climb even higher. 
right? But you can't see that actual maximum. You can only see the, the hill you were on to begin with. And so you go, oh, hey, we did it. We got there. We've solved it. And then someone else pushes further past. Right? So that's one of those we can run into, oh, hey, I found the best list. And then you practice with it and you get really good at it. And turns out there just was other stuff out there. Because once again, this isn't... Uh, this isn't like a uh, competitive StarCraft, for example, where there's 100,000 people grinding games over and over again and grinding the build orders over and over again to, <laughs> to figure out what the best thing is, right? Like, we are a small amount of people playing a game that takes 30 minutes to 75 minutes to play, and then we don't record that game in a meaningful manner. And, right, you know what I mean? So it's just like there's there's a lot of information that is lost in there. And that's doubling down on the fact that, like, the number of playtesters and designers, right, like... As soon as this stuff is released for a day, it's gotten more play than they put in the entirety of their playtesting period, right? Because there's just it's that that whole scale problem. We'll test it in production. I got it's a fine. guy. <laughs> I got a guy out here, Tyler, and he's a great guy. And he literally, at the end of every match that he plays, he writes down what his opponent had, what he had, and what happened during the game. And he uh, has been doing that at least since I've known, so say four or five years. So up until it was three weeks ago, maybe maybe a month ago now, I forget my weekends. Uh, but I had a journal that had every tournament game that I had ever played of X-Wing in it with who yeah. I played, what list they were flying, and what the final score was. And did it help uh, you? Uh, so it's, uh, yes. So it helped me for reasons that are not, apparent at first when you tell someone like oh hey I, I wrote everything down it's because like when you play some games and you go to a tournament right and you go like oh man i can never beat x right like like boba fen always beats me i can't beat boba fen like okay can you not beat boba fen or is it you just remember those losses right so it's like oh well i beat it twice in this tournament then i lost to it and like oh man boba fen always gets me right well no you went two and three right like that's that was okay like what about the one was was interesting right and so it's to have that fallback of here's what my performance is right like here's how it's been trending like am i going up am i going down uh can i draw any meaningful conclusions to it did i just take a list that i'd never flown to to a tournament and expect to do well and then i didn't or did i you know i did practice etc or did i practice and still not do well (laughs) so it's just kind of like to give that uh actual data behind the feeling of it yeah. uh, and then for me i'm terrible with names and so and, and i meet a ton of people and so then like just writing down someone's name before we play helps me remember like oh yes right that's jeff okay got it name's jeff we're good oh this this so reminds me of when i was in college taking uh what psychology courses and it was i forget the actual term but every time it rains or every time i wash my car it rains so yep. that's the mentality. Oh, I wash my car, it rains. You, and it's like, well, if you documented each time you washed your car and it rained, you would find that that's not true. It doesn't rain every time you wash your car. And yep. that is 100% a thing that people will do. They'll remember their losses, but they won't remember the wins. Well, it's the same, it's the, it's the same thing with uh, when we always yell at people for claiming they got beat by dice, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, well, but I, my greens blanked out. And it's like, yeah, but you don't remember the seven times before that that your greens were perfect, right? Like, you remember it because it felt bad. You don't remember it when it helped you win. 
We're going to disagree uh, with you there, Tyler, because when my dice fail, no, Patrick is always there to point out that my dice fail. No, your dice never fail because you bless your dice and you roll nothing but hits and oh. crits. Yeah, how, how do I call a judge on that? <laughs> God's interfering with my game. <laughs> Power of prayer, but my defensive dice suck. You roll one die. What, like, <laughs> so anyway, um, it's yeah. I, that's what I wrote that article. You got You must. Uh, apologize to the dice calculator because the dice calculator isn't telling you that your dice were bad um nor is it giving you the yeah. whole picture because it's yep. like when someone goes my green dice were bad were your green dice bad or did you roll three of aids on a hit that didn't matter and then you right. blanked out when somebody rolled three hits and a crit against well, you so that's so the very <laughs> very uh and uh important distinction here the dice calculator is very useful dice yes. statistics from things like tts are absolutely garbage it should never be used and it should be deleted from the 100 percent. i don't think it should yes. be deleted um i no, still got, well that that's that, a, that's the difference between someone like you and i and someone else i can gather useful information from that dice calculator like how many times did i attack because i know for my list to be effective i need to roll let's say 76 dice if I didn't roll 76 attack dice throughout the match, I rolled 35, I now have to go back through my game. Well, what happened? Oh, I lost this ship at turn three, and then I had to turn around here, but I had nothing in arc. Okay, I understand. I didn't do my optimal. It wasn't my dice. It was the fact that I had nothing to shoot because I flew bad. But that's the positives that I can take from my matches. Everyone's like, oh, my, look at the dice. I rolled 50, I rolled 46% of my hits. And it's like, yep. yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Yep, yep. Uh... uh it causes more harm than good. I'll leave it at that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's not useful in the wrong hands, basically. Yeah. Well, which also, like, well, that's that not a shot at like, the community at large or, large or anything like that. It's oh, I'll, actual I'll statistics. It. I'll take that shot. Did, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but, like, well, no, because I, I, I hate the, like, I don't want to dunk on people when it's like, oh, hey, like, there's, you just have to take, you have to approach this from a higher level statistics standpoint, right? Like, that's when this stuff matters. Versus like, oh, but I know what an average is. I, you probably do. I agree. And it's like, well, but I didn't roll on average. It's like, you're reading data that is not good. Like, that's not telling you that. <laughs> like, no, 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 but it's an average. That just, I can look it up in a, like a dictionary, right? Like, this is what it means. Like, oh, okay. Like, I think it was you on the crates that were like, a range one shot with no focus is worse than a range two shot with the focus. And everyone's like, what? That's ridiculous. It's four dice. And you're like, no, but I, oh god. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm so, sorry. So I guess we're we're almost getting stuck in you know why are people solving the meta when not like when, this this stacks because you have people that that use these different tactics to a uh, I'll, I'll can't think of the word but basically say that's why i lost because and it's no longer i don't think lists people don't say i lost to fen and you know manaru no it's i lost to republic republic's the problem and it's like oh, well that's a very vague statement to be boasting about uh, what what exactly what did you lose to and they're like oh i don't know obi-wan or something it's like okay what auto blaster and it's like what <laughs> you're just shouting things <laughs> well right <laughs> i understand uh, well, auto blaster bad but like how did the match go i don't know dice like <laughs> <laughs> uh well and so that's that's also one of those where uh the reason i mean this goes back to like why i recorded games things like that and why we want to like we, why we want to practice the way we do uh is 
it is very reasonable to have a my games feel bad against Republic, right? Like I played a game against Republic, I lost, or I won but barely, and I probably shouldn't have. And then I played two more and I lost those two, and like everything just feels crappy, right? Like, but analyzing why they feel crappy and like what the actual um like cause and effect are there is where like the like humans, not just individual people, like humans suck at <laughs> really badly. <laughs> True. So, oh. um, like, yeah. no, I, like, I mean, I was in, in games where people were playing like Contrail and I was having to explain how Contrail's ability works. Yes. And they're like, oh, well, I'm just taking him because he's a two point. And I'm like, I, okay. Yep. I, uh, can you please boost and take a target lock? Why? Because you're supposed to. Because like, you need to. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah. So, oh, I forgot what my like other the sad point thing was. is. The, the the sad thing is for the number of people out there that are like, oh, playing against Republic feels bad. Most of the people playing Republic are not playing it correctly. It feels way worse. I promise. Oh yeah, I, it's it goes back to the point to where I played a friend in a, in a certain scenario and I beat him out because my list is meant to spread out. I can gather objectives while you know doing something at least offensively to keep you at bay. And then we, I was like, all right. He goes, that's terrible. This sucks. I'm like, all right, let's change to chance encounter. And he destroyed me because he instead of separating his people, he flew more in a glob and he just went straight through my list because I'm not a defensive list. And I go, see, there you go. You now learn something from your list right. to where it's going to work in this scenario. And maybe you can bring that into another scenario. He goes, oh, yeah, that felt right. much better. Yes, winning feels good. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, so that's kind of what I was talking about at the at the beginning when we were uh, first sitting down is a lot of people have just abandoned the whole, like, go punch them in the face plan. And that does, doesn't matter what objectives are on the map. Like, you still can just go do that. Turns out if you kill all 20 points, you win the game, right? Like, I, not enough people are, lo like, looking in the, hey, I'm I'm playing Jedi in my bad matchup. What do? And it's, I don't know, go try to kill him, right? Like, go so, shoot him a bunch. That was another thing, because I used to, I said it in, like, the first couple of weeks. I said, hey, if you take a two-point ship and you score two points with it, you've earned the points. And it's like... I can't think like that anymore. No, that's I, not how it works. Exactly. I can't. And that was an old mentality that I thought I was like, well, if I earn the points, that means it's earned its points. I'm like, no, because what does it matter if I just I, if somebody destroys that ship and then they seize two objectives? I literally just didn't do anything with my ship. Right. I have to do something uh, well, more than just score the two points and call it quits. Yeah, so you can't have like you can't have a hob sitting and just like, doing a one turn around an objective to like cap it repeatedly, right? Exactly. Uh, because if you do that, like, sure, he's generating points, and he might generate three or four, right? But you're now only bringing 18 points worth of firepower to a fight, and that two-point differential is probably going to swing very, very badly for you. <laughs> like, so, you, I mean, that's just the way it ends up working out, right? Like, it's, it's yeah, I, I hate when people are like, oh, but, like, my but my two-point ship, like, my, my crappy ship, I, I like the term mascot. I was, uh, I was a big Guild Ball fan. You always had a mascot on the field. So I was like, all right, it's like, Night Beast is the mascot. I played or, Fisherman. Or, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I was, I was uh, uh, Brewers. So. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> They're not OP. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, just because I knock you down and then I get to beat, beat on you a bunch, it seemed like a very reasonable strategy for fake soccer. Listen, throwing uh, out a net to where you can't move more than two inches seems perfectly yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, but like, so actually having a game plan that uses your like two point mascots effectively in combat 
which is why we see things like Republic being very well. Uh, Contrail is so far above the power curve for every other two-point ship, it's disgusting. Yeah, because I... the fact that he gets Besh has a meaningful pilot ability and his I-5 is really silly. Oh, that I-5 like, now, kills me. Uh, I, well, like, he, has a, he has a legitimate ability. Right? I know. Like, <laughs> turns out everybody on turn one goes straight, so just five forward. It's like, <laughs> Well, but like, but then they can shoot you. Okay, and you have two shields. Whatever. Like, that's fine. Target lock. Hit them for two. Take one of their focuses away. Like, right. watch you, watch you deal meaningful damage on turn one. It's very dumb every time. And that's like so. What this, all this is about. We've already said, but like, so this is very young of two point five to come in. I know, like you just said, everyone five straights to dive to the middle. Like so far, that's that seems to be the general consensus. Like that's what you need to do. You need to get in there fast. But I, someone might come up with a, a tactic to where, nope, you know what? I'm gonna sit back for two turns, let you get comfortable, sucked into the middle, and then I'm gonna do my five straight. And at that point, I have three aces. I'm fine. I'm behind you, and then I'll just murderate you. I'm not saying that's an idea or a good one for that fact, but it might be to where something like that develops at some point. To where it's like, okay, no, uh, guess what just came in? Four Star Vipers. That's now a thing because finally they released them back into the wild. It's I'm just going to sit back here with happen. four. I know it's not, but I could sit back there with four of them. They now get like 10, 15 points per ship. It's not going to happen either. But all of a sudden, oh, no, you get sucked into the middle. I'm just going to then turn in. I'm going to murderate whatever's in the middle because obviously, no, that's where everyone likes to dive to. And now I have four ships that are fully healthy. You're all spread out trying to get objectives. And then I'm just going to turn and start murdering things. Like uh, everyone's saying that the meta is solved. I know the community just loves saying that or they know what the meta is. They're never going to solve the meta. <laughs> um, the, like the whole point of this is to then say, is it, it like, what is the overall health of this game? If the community keeps screaming this and now we already have AMG saying that they're ready for another points update when we don't even know what exactly is going to help when adjusting it in the end, because if they adjust it, it might make things better. It might make things terribly worse. So there's a, there's some pretty easy things that we can take a look at and go like, okay, this makes sense. This seems reasonable, right? Um, there's like at every point value and every faction, there's going to be stuff that is better than others. There just has to be, right? Like there's too many ships or too many pilots for there not to have overlap. And like I said, it's not a perfectly balanced game. It's an imperfectly balanced game. So that's okay. Mm -hmm. uh, it feels bad because like, what if I want to run my Sunterfell and I'm just like, I don't think he fits like six points with his loadout value. Like you can do comparisons, right? So I can take Sunterfell and I can take Von Reg, right? And I can look at them and be like, oh, like, which one would I rather take? Von Reg gets 18 loadout and has more health, right? Yep. He gets six extra loadout over Sunter. So it's just like, oh, well, I think the only way you can take Sunter is with, like, crack shot and outmaneuver and then, like, maybe auto thrusters even to, like, try to really get him into a spot uh, or targeting computer or something in that fashion, right? Like, where he's got to hit really hard. It's like, oh, well, but, like, Von Reg gets all of that and an extra shield. Like, and has Daredevil, right? So it's just nice. like, oh, okay. Like, I just would always rather have Von Reg, right? There's basically no world where I would want Sunter in comparison. Like, okay, cool. So, like, I don't get to play Sunter anymore. It's fine. Like, we have we have to go do something else, right? <laughs> uh, You're more honest like you than can... most players because they'll never ditch a ship to fly, to, to fly well, another one. Yeah, but, like, that's the that's the wrong mentality to have, right? Exactly. Like, it's just, like you're, if you think of it in, like, seasons... 
right? So like like video game seasons or uh, battle passes or whatever, right? So it's just like, oh hey, like I Empires doesn't get to play Aces this season. Like yeah, it sucks. I'd right, I'd like to play Empire Aces, but like mine just aren't that good right now. Okay, so I think AMG will have to to make a decision on is it do you bring Jedi down or do you try to bring the other factions up? Uh, I personally think very clearly you bring Jedi down and then try to like you know fuzzy all the other stuff to try to like even them out a little bit um because there's just some like uh there's some fairly easy things that you can do uh one of the big one of the big things that jedi are using right now that make them very very good is clt jedi with instinctive aim and a missile yep right so i, I pay the cheaper price to get a chassis that is very very good but doesn't have a three dice gun but like oh yeah i take a one point upgrade and now I always have a three dice gun. It's like, no, no, but you only get three of them. You only get three conch missiles. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not shooting more than four times in a game anyway, right? Like, who cares? Yeah. Um. Bears, so like, just off, the he needs to more points. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, no, no, but like, so, but like, one of the things you could very legitimately do there, right, is like take the missile slot away, right? Yep. Like now, Bears probably is three points, right? Like, I mean, she's still good. She's not that oppressive good. Make Besh cost one point, so now Contrail can't take Besh. Now Contrail's still probably the best two-point ship, but he's not, like, way over the best two-point ship, right? Like, I don't know, like, uh, Derek in the A-Wing is also very, very good. He's probably my number two on the two-pointers. Two and it's kind of like, I don't think you can take away, like, the standardized sensitive control, or not, it's not sensitive, vectored cannons or whatever for the A-Wing, but, like, that's, uh, yeah. that kind of pushes him over the top. Yeah, the, the, you can um, add that currently, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, right. But it's just kind of like, and that seems to be a running theme of the best two point ships have like titles or uh, configurations or whatever that push them over the edge, right? So, because like, I don't think you never see Contrail at three, right? Like, no one's bringing Contrail at three, <laughs> right? So it's like, how, how can we make him actually work at two, right? So there's, there's options in there, right? Same thing, like, on, and every faction has that too, right? Like, the nice thing about having adjustable loadouts and adjustable slots are, hey, what's what is uh, things that you know are currently oppressive, if you will, like, like feel bad that you don't want to play against them, and like what in Jedi are that? Well, okay, like let's just go, let's let's yank some missile slots off some CLT Jedi, right? Like great, cannon, now suddenly maybe, maybe they, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah-ish. The like uh, the auto blaster Anakin feels bad. So does Auto Blaster, Fifth Brother. Uh, yep. But turns out those ships die if you look at them. Like Very easily, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, uh, I mean, we, so if I understand you correctly, Tyler, what you're saying is AMG really needs to bring in K-Wings back into 2.9. No. And, and, and that will make the game better. You, I mean, K-Wings are bad, so you can have them. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, I, I just want the option, man. Yeah, I, oh, I, you want the option for K-Wing. I want the option for a Lambda shuttle or a TIE bomber. Thank you. Oh, like, oh, I want my actual movie great. ships. So right? why did like, they get rid of the Lambda, but then I can take a Decimator that fits in my old 2.0 list, and it is now better. <laughs> I, and it's still bad, because it's a Decimator. How but. dare you? Well, Tyler and I have talked about that at Adapticon. It's like, the Lambda's gone, the K-Wing is gone. What the hell were they thinking? You know? Uh, well, so, like, I I like the idea. Um, like, the... We're the wrong people to talk to because we're miniatures players from other games and have done yeah. this shit for years. Uh, where, <laughs> like, when people are like, "No, no, you have to like, you'd have to go to eBay to buy that." I was like, "I have an entire War Machine army I got off eBay. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you go to eBay to buy it. Like, that's how it works." 
He's like, no, no, think of the new players. And just, please stop your terrible arguments. Uh, <laughs> but um, if they, if like, if they do want a moving forward, hey, we want the things that are legal for us to play in tournaments are the things you can go into a store and buy off the shelf, right? Like, okay, cool. Uh, that argument falls apart when things like Eda twos are just not on the shelf for six months because they were all sold out. But yeah, ignore ignoring that. Like, I I don't hate it as long as for like I I have accepted the fact I'm never gonna get a Phantom. Like they're never reprinting the Phantom. Like See, Star Vi- sorry, the Star Viper's never coming back. It's not. It's I think it's we're a never different that. argument now because K-Wings will never come back. No, I, I no. think it's a different argument they're because gone. in second edition, the standard and extended was okay. Well, there's like five ships you can fly per faction. We don't want new players having to jump into standard, having to go buy their entire list because there's no second edition variant. Uh, now it's okay. Everything's standard except for what's not in a 2.0 package. And it's like, but now there's a lot more that new players can buy to get into second edition and play competitively. Why not just start bringing back ships into standard that have a conversion kit? And it's like, uh, well, no, we don't want to do that. And it's like, why? Well, because we don't make money off of that. And it's like, uh. I mean, like legitimately. Yeah. That's <laughs> basically, like, yeah. Hey, it's, Hey, it's a business. Hey, they lost a ton of money on conversion kits. Yes, so, they like, did. Don't do that again. No. All right, cool. Uh, the other side of it too is like it's it's funny because like I I will see in the the different X Wing discords that I'm in or whatnot and it'll be like someone's like oh hey like I've got a cool local tournament I'm gonna go to this weekend and then they're like oh what should I play yada yada like I'm really excited and then like the next day it'll be oh the TO is making the local tournament extended I don't want to go now and which is you can feel however you want to feel either way about it but I was like have you looked at the extended stuff yeah, like it's not much extended better. stuff is bad no no it's, <laughs> it's almost universally worse right exactly. like, but they can get dash dash doesn't have a cannon slot don't care it's like well, what do you mean like, he can't he can't shoot twice doesn't matter in the slightest i mean yeah. that was Most another bombers you can have a bomb that's it yeah, one yeah, bomb yeah that was another like, question uh, i had was if all of a sudden because amg has no announcements that they're going to be doing anything other than like five tournaments a year plus worlds it's okay. Well, then who's running OP for smaller areas such as this? It's, oh, well, the stores are. It's like, well, then what's stopping us from running extended? You do whatever you want. Exactly. And like, so that, that was the big, like, there's the big divide you see right now where it's like, people are like, oh, well, AMG is like driving a wedge in the community. And there's a bunch of people that hate what they've done and they only want to play 2.0 and whatnot. It's like, guys, this only matters for tournaments that are OP supported. If you want to go play 2.0, go play 2.0. Have fun. Run your own tournament. Like literally like unironic, do what you want, man. Like (laughs) you know what I, you know what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to show up to a store and be miserable for five hours. Exactly. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? (laughs) Well, and, and uh, you bring up a good point there. I mean, it's like crack out your 2.0 stuff. Hell, crack out your 1.0 stuff. Yeah, if, if that's mean, what if if you want to do that, and you can find some other miserable person that also wants to do that, <laughs> you know, have fun together. Tyler, you, you know what was funny is while you were busy playing X-wing and everything, your your dad and I shot over to you know, some area. Uh, yeah, we you took were... over a table, and we started mm-hmm. playing War at Sea, which is <laughs> yeah, yeah, a yeah. game that is so dead that. You know, it's dead, dead, right? And here's two old guys drinking a couple of Guinnesses, playing War and Sea, and people are coming by and they're going, "What's that? Wow, that looks really cool. Where did you get that?" And we're like, "It's a dead game. eBay. This is stuff we own, and yep. yes, we still play it. 
and are, oh, that looks really good. And it's like, yes, and Wizards of the Coast is never going to produce it again because it was a fiscal drain on their company. They made <laughs> nothing on it. And it's nope. going to, I think people don't realize it. It's almost like, it's like, oh, we have 2.0. I can never play 1.0 again. I guess I'll throw everything out. Oh, 2.0 is no good anymore. I can't play it again. I guess I better throw everything out. Well, eventually there's going to be X-Wing 3.0. And it's like, are you going to get rid of all your 2.5 and your 2.0 and your 1.0? No. It's, <laughs> I saw a lot of, I, I saw a lot of uh, uh, bonfires that were very humorous. No, you did yeah. not. People burnt their ships? Yeah. No, no they burnt all their 1.0 cards. Oh, okay. That's acceptable. I understand that. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, if anyone's listening, like... if anyone's listening and you have 1.0 cards, please mail them to Robert. He uses them for backings when we mail our tokens out. Because... Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Tyler, I'm not kidding. <laughs> that seems like a I good use. Yeah. Tokens yeah. Out, it, it's nostalgic. It's fun. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a good way to protect the tokens as they go yeah. out. I mean, I've got... That seems like a reasonable use of 1.0 cards. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. You know, I blew through mine. Now I'm working on Andy's. I have to go, th you know, I have to get more cards, but, um, you know, and yeah, we're kind of kidding about that, but no, we're not really kidding about that. Yeah. So please get a hold of us. If you got to, if you want to get rid of it, I'll pay the shipping for your cards. Yeah, please. Um, oh, what did we learn today? Because I, I, we're almost wrapped we're, up. Almost went through a full nice, bottle. Nice. We're, we have learned a lot of things. If you want to get good at X-Wing, you got to put in the time. We, we learned that early on. Uh, Adepticon was a, was a good tournament. There was lots of people. It was uh, a good, uh, uh, it was a good uh, con to go to because you got to see people and, and get back into the swing of things. Uh, it was fun, right? Yes. We, we also learned that uh, standing for 12 hours a day on concrete sucks and we are not Ooh. in like war game shape. Oh, do yeah. you have one of these mats, Tyler? Hold on. I, I, I have used oh. them in the past. I just don't end up carrying them around with me Hold everywhere. Oh, I just pulled out my ear. It's like one of the Costco ones. These things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had one from, I had one that I cut down from Costco that was like for uh, kitchens, but yeah. Oh, God, yeah. bring those with you. They're sure. amazing. Ken Cho had one at a tournament. Sure. I'm like, what in the F is that? And he goes, oh, this is a nice standing pad. And he's in his socks. I'm like, what the f***? <laughs> Ken, yeah. so I'm buying I, one of those. I, I mean, we learned a lot. Um, I, th I think it's been a productive podcast today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Tyler, for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we appreciate um, your time and your effort and everything. Absolutely. I will be... Uh, uh, so I don't know if you guys are you guys on the crate discord at all? Yes, I am religiously. Uh, did you see the did you see the battle pass stuff? Right? No, I did not because I've I've been on okay. vacation for the last like two weeks. Um, so I'll give uh I'll give that a shout out real quick. Yes, um, please. So basically, a lot of what we end up doing over there is like find a reason to have people go play games and have fun, right? Like go do that. Um, and so for those of you who are not from, like from the video game world, uh, a battle pass is a, an excuse to get people to play a game. So in general, it'll be like a three month stretch of time. And as you play whatever video game, so like for me, for example, it's Valorant, uh, it's a first person shooter game. So as I'm playing Valorant, um, I get experience for every game that I play and then I get little rewards for, for doing it. Right. Um, and so, um, a couple of the, the guys over at uh, 
um, the crate server, I think Kieran kind of spearheaded this completely himself, um, wanted to make a battle pass for X-Wing. And so ba the basic idea is um, as you play games, you report the games to a... Uh, um, to like a, you take a screenshot of like your, uh, your scorecard basically. Hmm. And there's a, a little, little channel to, to put them in there. And then you, there's weekly and daily challenges. So for example, the current daily challenge is play a game. You get 500 bonus experience, uh, play a game with three large base ships on the table. That's three combined between the two lists, right? <laughs> you get two, you get 200 experience and then score 10 points from objectives in, in a single game get 200 experience, right? So it's like, there's just ways to like play the game and play the games a little bit differently. And then there's a weekly challenge as well. So like the the weeklies are like, uh, I think one of them is like bonuses trigger compassion in a game and uh, destroy a, a full HP ship in one shot. So like actually one shot a ship, right? So, um, and basically if you play in this uh, and you do that, then um, there is a, uh, um, they actually have some cool prizes. Um, so there is... Um, do you guys know what I say when I, uh, the care icon from Facebook? Yes. That's the hugging. The dude does the hug, hugs yes. little heart. Yeah. So there is a, uh, a care icon dial cover. Oh, that's uh, freaking like adorable. Things are going to mail out. Yeah. And then, um, there's also two, um, alt art cards. Uh, I guess there's three. There's uh, a video game, weeb, uh, anime, uh, Ezra. One's a crocodile. Uh, it looks like. Yeah. That's the boosk. Yep. The, the, the really, yeah, that's the really, the really wide crocodile. That's. Just, just hanging out there. So there's two of those. So there's one for him in the Headhunter and one for him in the uh, YV. Yeah, and then there's an anime one, of course. Yes, that's that's the uh, the Ezra piloting the gauntlet. And if anybody needs more information on that, I direct you to not me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go to Tyler. Go to the crates yeah, Discord nope, channel. Nope, that's you know, <laughs> But it's, it seems pretty cool. I'm uh, I'm happy they're doing it. It seems to they've got they're they're get, I mean, there's right now there was like three games that have been going on. So looks like two of them are still just kind of hanging out. But. Yep. Yeah. Always there's people in there and I, like, I learned this cause I'm bashful, but if you see a room, join it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and people don't care. Well, that, like that was kind of, mm. uh, when, when we were doing all the prep work for Adepticon, like we did the bulk of the prep work just in public channels in the discord, right? Like, yeah, come on in. Like, did, like, and cause I mean, I think that's how we, uh, um, Cody from Michigan ended up playing a bunch with us because mm -hmm. you kind of like jumped in when you're like, yeah, you can play a game too. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Cody's please, in my area. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like please go, go, go play games. Let us, uh, like we, well, we're kind of one of those hive minds. We learn from the collective, if you will, right? So it's that's that's very useful information. Yep. And now well, that we'll have to get you start to play tanks then. Oh, Jesus. Uh, world of tanks. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> my uh, my next my my current like new game ish is we're gonna start playing some Infinity on TTS. Oh, that's, okay. I think that's uh, what Rich and Chuck are playing is Infinity. Yeah. Uh, so I, I have a bunch of Infinity that I don't have fully painted because it's really hard to paint that stuff. Um, but it looks really cool. And there was a couple other people that were uh, at Adepticon. Um, we had like a, a, a cookout one night and um, I grilled for everybody. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, but, thanks for that invitation, by the way. <laughs> uh, you weren't there yet. Okay. So... <laughs> You weren't there yet. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another thing that I'm doing is I'm just grabbing random games from the internet on YouTube and whatever. Uh, if you record a game, I will see it as long as it's not edited. And I'm doing it all over again where I'm documenting each game. What scenario? Uh, how many points you scored? 
what your list was, what how many rounds it was, what each round uh, time was, and when your first ship died, when your second ship died, and so on and so forth, because I like torturing myself. So that's always good. <laughs> and, uh, and also this week, you and I are going to be unboxing Tusk. We are going to be unboxing, unboxing Tusk. Tusk. <laughs> that is a new game from Gale Force 9. Who, okay. Um, I have a love-hate their... relationship with them, but go on. True. This is a, a new board game. It's their first game with Meeples. And you are, you know, cave people. And the Ice Age is coming. And you've got to go out, gather, and, you know, make sure that you have more than your other players so that you survive the Ice Age. And you get nice. to hunt a woolly mammoth. There's an actual woolly mammoth. Like nice. Okay. Son of a pup. And, uh, and, and, and so we, we have to do that. And, but they've... It's their 10 year anniversary yeah. that they've been a company and they are just, oh, Gale Force pushing, yeah. yeah, they are just pushing out so many games this year. Yeah. We oh, just me. did level 20, which is a really fun ass game. Uh, and then Dr. Who is huge. Nice. Don't blink and Dr. Who age of the Daleks and then wise guys and Dune and oh, Dune wise guys. and yeah. And not to mention tanks. Oh, I like, I like <laughs> See, World of Tanks uh, is great because there is no meta. Nobody knows. <laughs> well, no, nobody knows. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I know. That's the other. That's the other side that is very funny because, like, when people want to talk about a meta and that kind of stuff, it's like we've just finally gotten big enough to where it could almost happen, right? Yeah. It still probably won't, but it, like we're we're getting reasonable versus the. Like, well, no, but I've, I've figured out the game. It's like, you figured out the game with your seven people that you play with, right? Like, <laughs> like that's, you did something. I don't want to, like, can, you don't want to, like, diminish. The, the other 500,000 people that play the yeah. game? Yeah. No, oh, they don't Only count. We had numbers like that. Yeah. Yeah, I wish it but, uh, true. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe 30,000. If we had 500,000, we could get reasonable data. <laughs> like, well, there's, I, I, I truly, and, and I'm not exaggerating this. Tyler, I believe that there's 500,000 people playing this game. They're not all playing in tournaments, though. These are the, so, I'm oh, talking no, no. about everybody yep. as a whole in this in this world. There's probably 500,000 guys who who play this game either on their kitchen tables or yeah. or, or somewhere, but they're uh, not I competitive would, meta guys. Yeah, I would I would slightly agree with that statement i bet there are five hundred thousand people that have bought x-wing components there you go i would i would guess that they haven't like because i know personally the number of people that i've they've been like oh wait like you play like this is the game you played i was like yeah and they're like oh i have a millennium falcon from that game on my desk like yep. i just saw it in barnes and noble one day and it looked cool right and i yeah. bought it yeah. like set them out like so i 100 <laughs> percent agree there um which is also i've always had this weird uh uh feeling when people will do things like they'll go uh uh, well, the AMG needs to cater to us because we're the tournament players and we're the ones that drive their sales. And I was like, <laughs> you are the 1%, maybe. Like, of yeah. all the things that don't matter, you are the big one. Like, what are you talking about? Fotec drives more than you. <laughs> yeah. they, need to, they need to cater to the Hotec people before they cater to tournament people. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah exactly, right? Like, Yeah. It's like I only ever need to sell eight TIE Fighters. Not in my game, you don't. In my game, I need 32. Exactly. Buy some more. <laughs> yeah, because you can never have enough. You never can. Oh, That's why goodness. I have eight K-Wings. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they're great in Epic. No, they're not. Okay. I have proven that in our two-person uh, meta. So in our two-person meta, yeah, K-Wings are terrible. Very, very reasonable data. I would believe that. <laughs> 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Christ. Wait, can you take a wing of K-Wings? Yes. No, you cannot, uh, sir. Yes, you can, but you have to have a you have to have a capital ship with you. Don't I'm going to disprove you right now that you, you cannot can't take fly a wing. Just K-Wings. You can't no, no, take a, a wing. wing, like the wing tool. He does, Robert no. doesn't know the rules. He plays every oh, game. No, oh, not fair. with a wing okay. tool. No, you can't use a wing tool. Gotcha. No, they don't have a wing tool for him. Uh, I don't know if any medium or large base ship can. I think it's only small base oh, ships that can take a wing. I forgot they were mediums. Yeah. But it's always it's also the whole like it's what Epic looks fun from afar. I don't no, know. Epic is so much fun because that is where it, it's kind of like everything's broken, so it's okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, like... it, it's kind of like tanks. Oh, sure, I'm gonna bring you know five of these tanks to go against your three tanks and watch you just totally destroy me. Uh, no, it's. Uh, you know what? I have my 3K wings with, you know, full mods and proton torpedoes. It's fine. It's like, not if my fang fighters that are just going to five straight and boost right in your face. And <laughs> all of them are not stressed except for one. have anything no. to say about it. Um, <laughs> and then that's where Epic just is absolutely amazing because it's, uh, there was one oh. group I ran. It was like my sea rock with three, uh, seeks. And it was, I let, I let them keep their evades at the end of the turn and then they were able to target lock focus for, I think, whatever reason. So they heavy lasered cannoned, as well as juking, as well as it was Sirisu, nice. so they were re-rolling evade. So re-rolling defense, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so the, the biggest uh, loss for me playing Epic was the requirement to bring a large, like a capital ship. Yes. Because the only times I ever played Epic was when I was traveling. So I wanted to be able to like throw 20 ships in a, in a like a small case, right? Yeah. And like toss that into a suitcase as well. So... Because I had some very fun games with like six B wings and ten Y wings. That's was my epic list. People don't know the rules, yeah. epic, unless the tournament well, specifically sure. says that they need an epic ship. You don't need an epic ship. You just need one wing or an epic ship. Oh, fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so. I might consider wings though. No, I said I might consider wings then. I uh, like. If you are to play Epic, I would almost, uh, if you're running a tournament with Epic or whatever, I would recommend that you must bring at least one wing because A, it makes the game move faster, and B, it's a gr it is it, like it's so much superior uh, or superiority oh, to bring I, one so much in your list watch on the on because the of the maneuverability of your ships. Like at one point, he's like, I've blocked you, and then I one-hearted with my fang, and my ships just rotated with me. And he goes, why didn't I block you? I'm like, because I, I'm not in... Like, I don't yeah. have templates for my side guys. I just have right. to make sure this one guy clears you, and then the rest of my guys are fine. He goes, this, I quit. I'm like, <laughs> read the <laughs> rules, man. <laughs> oh, my word. Jesus. Well, right. I, I got nothing else, Patrick. Neither do I. I think we've taken up too much of your time, uh, and no, as, as much fun. fun as it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, we're serious, but we're not that serious. Uh, which is exactly how the game should which, be taken. <laughs> I, yeah. Right? No. The appropriate amount. Exactly. We, we, we like, I, I know it's weird when playing a game, we like to have fun. <laughs> I, uh, how dare I? <laughs> how dare you? No. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, thank you again, Tyler. Absolute yeah, absolutely. awesomeness. Um, love your critique of the meta and uh, like, uh, with all the, the people that you're, you hang out with and try to assess all this nonsense for people. Um, and then, you know, people still don't think that you guys know what you're talking about. Um, it's yeah. just absolutely hilarious to me, but I, I love what you guys do for the community. It's, it's absolutely amazing. The amount of work you guys put in for absolutely free. Yeah. 
Uh, that's a lot of other people. I just play games and tell people they're wrong. No, exactly. <laughs> but but that's the thing. People will track your data and then you'll be like, well, this is why I did this and this is why I did this. And you'll mm-hmm. go on three different podcasts and explain it. And then you'll look at the data because I, I believe that's somewhat what you do for a living. Um, uh, used to. Not anymore, but yeah. Exactly. And it's like, I know how to look at things and compile them. And it's like, but I know better because Google. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, no. If they used Google, I would almost be accepting of it. It's I know better because I have a feeling about a tournament I played in one time. I feel bad. (laughs) Yes. I have bad feelings. This this one time three years ago when I was playing in this tournament at this one uh, store in like Nowhereville, which is between Rock and Hard Place. Oh yeah, my my list won the whole the whole thing. How many people were in the tournament? Well, there was four of us. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so, so my my list was meta, and I and we didn't even go. We played four rounds for some reason. We're not really sure. And everybody yeah. went two and two, but I had the most objective points, so therefore I won the tournament. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. man. laughs> there was a tournament I went to to where I uh, what the heck was it? I didn't make the first round because i was late so then i jumped in i went two and oh which won me the tour it made it to where the two people at the top table one of them could not win no matter what because of the points and the like (laughs) like, sorry (laughs) so i don't run like you know three rounds in a tournament and then do whatever they did to compile who won oh but Thank you again, Tyler. This was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to let you go. Uh, again, thank cool. you, Robert, as always. Hey. My my heterosexual life mate. Um, yes, what we do. Exactly. Oh, this is what we do. And then we have to go over all the <laughs> new stuff this week. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. Uh, right. if, you, uh, if you uh get a chance, stop by my Twitch. I've been playing Timberborn, <laughs> which is a ridiculous beaver builder. Yes, please. Shout out your, your channel there, please. Yes. Uh, yeah, just, just uh, twitch.tv slash starstringer72. But we'll we'll be pushing. I'll be pushing a lot more, just like casual X Wing games on there as well. Um, I think there was one yesterday with me and uh, Cam from uh, Canada, where he yeah, just yeah. absolutely beats the crap out of me. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm trying to make a bad Empire list work, and it shockingly isn't working. So you know, here we go. Keep fighting that fight; it'll work eventually. <laughs> Yo, well, it's, I don't. The Empire doesn't work presently, so I'm thinking like, what if I? You know, fly something that hits hits really hard. Maybe that'll help, and then it just doesn't, and it feels bad. <laughs> See, you just decimate it with the child. You're fine. <laughs> uh, no, major Vermile with the child. There you go. See? I, see, people are sleeping on the child. I I love the child on that my Morallo. Morallo with the child is so wrong. good. I, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> no, there, there's, there's been the child. <laughs> there's, been, uh, there's been some very questionable template designs for uh, the uh, merciless pursuit of the child. Yes, absolutely there is. Oh, I love the child so much. Oh, but... No, he's very good. Like, turns out the, uh, the drawback of uh, people getting target locks on you isn't really that bad when the game only goes like four turns. Yeah, and also with uh, what's that scum upgrade that just lets you shade locks whatever that <laughs> uh you you mean the tr- electronic baffle that everybody gets access to that yeah, too? No, that's a really good one yeah or or gas clouds <laughs> gas clouds <laughs> just run over a gas cloud you're fine i dive in oh I'll, oh no i took a focus uh uh, no, what is it? It's um, false transponder codes too. See, Scum's fine. Oh, sure. Scum has no problems getting rid of target locks. You shoot me, then I jam you. Sure. <laughs> all right. Thank you. We can keep doing this all day. I love it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. You know, please hit the like, subscribe, smash that like button, and subscribe button. Yes. Is what they say. 
Um, you know, check out our two Facebook channels or no pages. Our one YouTube channel we're down to, thank goodness, Recon Paint Gaming, uh, and then also our Twitch channel, Recon Paint Gaming on Twitch. Uh, we've got our Patreon. If you love like crazy alt art cards, free tokens, you know, if you like all the nonsense that we do, um, please, you know, go throw us fake internet dollars and we will make it worth your while. Robert just sent out a bunch of trays for our tokens for absolutely nothing. Um, with a sticker on it. And also we, I think Robert, did you send out the errata cards? Oh yeah. Yeah. So we printed out six errata cards that AMG posted out. So we actually purchased those, threw them in there for you guys and sent them out. Those were six cards. We're going to keep doing those because we know how much you guys love errata cards. Um, cause we did Oinkin, we did, um, what's, what's the A-wing? Uh, Air, Arvel. I think it's Arvel. Arvel. Uh, and we did some other, we're going to keep pumping those out as well. Um, we're going to keep doing our blueprint cards and so on and so forth. And then also join our discard. We're currently thinking about running a, uh, an X-Wing league. We're running a tanks league. Uh, we are updating the missions from second or no first edition to second edition from the original first edition packs for people to play through where I just did the next, uh, so does that mean we have to start again with 2.9 now? No, I think 2.5 is going to be easy to update too, because I'm just going to throw up like the quick build points on there, and that should be efficient enough uh, for people to get into as well. But I really want so, 2.0 people to get into the missions because we're doing now the CR90 since Epic's not getting for like two years. Um, yeah. So it's going to be the entire CR90 um, just before campaign. Armada. Yeah, just before Armada. Yeah, it's just. Hey, before. Armada got stuff. They did. Hundred percent, they did. Um, Mars and Ian just did a, a thing on that over at Fly Casual, so go check them out. Uh, and then also, what the heck else? There's one more thing that we usually have. Oh, recontokens.com. Uh, go check out our customized tokens uh, for almost any game. And if you don't see it there, we can fully customize your token for you with your logo, with your team's uh, icon uh, for almost any game. So please go check them out. And, and we don't charge a customization fee. We don't. So it's the same cost for everything. So if you want to look through our selection or if you just want to actually customize it, and we do one inch, two inch, three inch tokens. Um, we even do pins, medals. Oh, what else? We do everything. Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah, we, we do it all. Just go, just go to Etsy, Recon Tokens on Etsy and see all 80 different things we sell. Exactly. All right. Thank you once again, Tyler. <laughs> Oh, all right, everyone, reminding you to play casual. And then see, see ya, ya. later. later. <laughs>